Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Marcus Pasquitz with RioMax, and thanks for tuning in to the RioMax Tailgate Talks podcast, where we discuss relevant, season-specific topics with ranchers from across North America and hear how their operations have overcome hardships and become profitable and sustainable for today and tomorrow. To kick off our very first episode, we have a discussion between the RioMax founder, Trevor Greenfield, and Steve Yackley, the manager of the Transova Genetics Center in Oneida, South Dakota, discussing his ranch background and involvement with Transova, his experience with the RioMax herd health program, and how it has helped drive his success. He also shares advice for ranchers on the importance of supplementing a quality mineral program for their herd. Without further delay, let's roll that phone call. Well, good morning. I'd like to welcome Steve Yackley to our podcast this morning. Uh, how are you, Steve? I'm good. Glad to be here. Thank you very much for joining us. So, uh, first off, I would like to uh, just for for the listeners um, just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your ranching background. Well, uh, my my name's Steve Yackley, and I've been uh, been part of Transolva now for about twelve and a half years. Uh, and before that, uh, with Express Ranches, uh, we were the Northern Division of Express Ranches. <clears throat> excuse me, for about thirteen years uh, prior to me hooking up with Transolva twelve and a half years ago. Uh, prior to that. That was our, our own operation. Uh, we were in partnership with a, a guy, a firm out of, out of Georgia. Decade, we dispersed our limousine operation in the fall of 1993. And uh, then after that, we got hooked up with Express, like I said, for about 13 years. And, and uh, I resigned from Express about uh, 12 and a half years ago and got hooked up with Transova. Um, mainly because there was very little about them that we didn't know and vice versa, because we had done a lot, a lot of business with Transova, uh, over, over the years, over the last 40 years. So that's a, a little background on me. Our family has always been in the purebred business. Uh, I think my dad got in the purebred business in like, uh, 1969 or 1970. So I guess I kind of grew up in the purebred business. Um, so that's kind of a little background there. Yeah, thank you, Steve. That's uh, it's great to see the context um, and and the background. Uh, now, I, I guess just another question I had: uh, Can you tell us what you do um, for Transova at that uh, Oneida, South Dakota station? Yeah, we're just uh, one of 53 Transova sites in the country, and the cattle that we have here are all owned by someone else. Uh, we don't run a recipient herd here. Uh, the only cattle on this place are donors, and uh, our situation is kind of unique from the standpoint is we do a lot of export work out of here, make a lot of export embryos on an annual basis. And this ranch is kind of on an island. Uh, there's farm ground all the way around us. So these cows uh, don't, you know, touch noses, cross the fence with other cows. 
um, you know, and the feds, uh, the federal government is really like this place from a quarantine standpoint, being able to export not only live cattle years ago, but now embryos uh, to foreign countries. Right, right. That's that's very uh, interesting to hear that. Um, so, Steve, as far as your uh, relationship with Rio Max and the brand and our family business, um, can you share with the listeners how long have you been using Rio Max as part of your program? Well, probably twenty plus years. Uh, when you when you look back that far, um, you know both. Uh, and uh, on the ET side of things, um, we've got a ranch eight miles west of Oneida, and we run uh, about 400 plus crossbred Red Angus cows. And then the ranch here at the east side of town, we run up to up to about 160 or 170 donors uh, year round. And on this ranch here, we we basically offer two services. We do conventional embryo transplant, and then the other service we offer here is in vitro fertilization or IVF. and um, for the last 20 years plus, we've, we've been enjoyed the relationship with Rio. And, you know, the results kind of speak for themselves on on the product and, and what we've used it for. Right. So, so uh, for if you... You you know us as a company, and uh, many of the listeners may not be as uh, acquainted with us. Um, if you could sum up your experience in dealing with our company in one sentence, what would it be? I don't know that I can get it down to one sentence because, <laughs> you know, a mineral program is is just one of the little things that you do in in everything you know you've got water you've got environment you've got feedstuffs you've got grass uh you know all those things are little things and if you do enough little things um you know hopefully it adds up to a big thing and the big thing is pregnant cows because uh obviously if if you don't get cattle pregnant um you're going to be out of business so you got to get cows pregnant they got to get calved they got to be able to clean they've got to be able to rebreed you know they've got to stay in good body condition score and all those things are, are little things that add up to big things yes yes so i i can't agree with you more you know rio max or any any mineral program uh you know a, a quality mineral program is really a puzzle piece a very necessary puzzle piece but nonetheless a puzzle piece in the big picture you you have that saying that you've told us now again the little things doing the little things right eventually impacts the big things so um how has how do you feel the Rio Max science has driven the success of the work you do you know, it, it, around here, we keep pretty good stats. We keep very good stats. And on this place, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're flushing cows every two weeks in IVF because that's a 14-day turn on the IVF cows. And on a conventional ET turn, it's a 42-day turn. But nevertheless, we're getting tested around here every two weeks. And one 
one of the things on the conventional side of things, um, you know, um, I'm a big stickler on percent fertilization on the number of embryos that that, that cow might give us. And right. that big, 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 big item is percent fertilization. Um, but it all starts at the oocyte level. Uh, for those people listening that don't know what an oocyte is, it's an unfertilized egg. And, and you can't get anything done with embryo transplant, whether it's conventional embryo transplant or IVF, unless you start with good oocyte quality. And the, the mineral program is definitely a big, big, big part of that. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's about preg rate. It's about cows cleaning, the rebreed, uh, you know, body condition score, all those things flow into it. And I've said my whole life that, uh, you know, you need to be on a chelated mineral program year round if you want to maximize production. And, you know, I, that's, that's a big statement. And, you know, I know minerals expensive, but, but so are open cows and cows that don't rebreed and cows that, that are not healthy. And, you know, you can, you can look at a set of cows and just judge them, not even knowing the mineral program, you can judge them by their hair quality, you know, right. and all those things are, again, little things that add up to big things. Sure, sure. And and to quote uh, Dr. Hall from Utah State University, we call him the, the mineral guru. He studied uh, mineral deficiencies um, across North America for the last three decades. And, uh, you know, you refer to hair coat, Steve, and, and he says when you see, you know, let's say an Angus cow with uh, that tinge of, of uh, red in her in her hair coat, he said that's already a a mineral deficiency that's extreme. You know, yes. you can you can have mineral deficiencies that are subclinical that you cannot see in the hair coat, but by the time you see it in the hair coat, that's an extreme deficiency. And so that is a big deal in terms of optimizing genetic performance, optimizing genetic potential and doing what you're doing um, with with your transova station. <clears throat> oh yeah, without question. That that red tinge you allude to is copper deficiency, as you know. And but there can be other there can be other uh, mineral issues within within a set of cows too. I mean, we've we've had cow we've had older cows hauled in here that have been black, but they're actually more gray than they are black, and 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 there's a, a huge mineral deficiency there. And once you get the mineral in balance. Um, those cattle will will start to produce embryos and and eventually get pregnant. Right, right. Well, it, it comes back to your your uh, uh, it, it comes back to your statement that the little things doing little things right ends up in big things, and I think that that's the message to any listener um, as to you know whatever whatever the operation. You may be doing ET work. You may be just a, you, you may be a commercial herd, maybe a purebred herd, whatever the case, doing, paying attention to little things and doing them right 
so that we're moving the needle on the big things. And I, I liken it to a puzzle. If you're going to get the puzzle, the, the big picture to look right and complete, then you have to have every puzzle piece in place. And I would agree that, you know, what, what we're doing is just, is just one puzzle piece, but it's a very, a very foundational puzzle piece. Now, in a general sense, what advice would you give to ranchers um, regarding the importance of a quality mineral program? Well, I just think for overall herd health and, and uh, making sure these cows don't get deficient in any 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 one mineral, uh, I just think that it's just so important to keep these cattle on a balanced chelated mineral program year-round because it will absolutely pay you dividends. You, you know, th- there's no way, and there's that drive us in these cattle and you know body condition score and deficient mineral programs are never going to make make you any money and they're and one of the first places you're going to see that is you're going to have a whole pen of open cows you know when you get go to preg checking and you know a, a mineral program doesn't make a good mineral program like rio which i believe in uh, doesn't make bad management good. It makes good management better. Um, you know, because you, you could take, uh, you know, the real nutrition mineral program and you try to give that to body condition score two and three cows and you're still going to be, uh, have a lot of open cows, you know, at preg check time because you've forgotten to take care of them. And, and that, that mineral program is not going to do you any good if you don't do some other, other, the little things too. Yes. Yes, exactly right. Um, and yet a good mineral foundation um, is going to help other things work better, such as your vaccination programs and your herd health. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. It's a balance. You, you have to have a balance in all this. And, you know, a vaccination program is just another, you might call a little thing until you get the bill, you know, and so what some of these vaccines cost. But it's just part of what you must do if you're going to maximize the performance and production in these cows. That's exactly right. That's what it comes back to is looking at what what are the essential steps to driving your production, your performance. And I, I, I get it. That differs from ranch to ranch. And I'm not trying to say everybody's got to got to, uh, you know, toe the same line. I realize there's different environmental. Uh, you, you got the, the drought in parts of the country. You've got. Um, you know, the, the long, the, the washy grass in Florida, you've got, um, you know, situations up in Canada where you, you got extreme winter and you've got the mom and pop outfits, the commercial, you got the heat stock. And I'm not trying to say one size fits all, but I think the message that I'm getting from you, Steve, is that you've got to pay attention to the things that are truly going to impact your performance, your production, and ultimately your bottom line. 
Exactly. And, you know, back to that part, you know, you, you've got a lot of environmental differences in the country, across the country, and you just alluded to some of those. And that's one of the things that we've appreciated about Rio and, and their staff over the years is, that, you know, that one size doesn't fit all. Well, right. Rio has taken time to get to know our operation, know what know what drives us, knows our what our goals are, or how high the bar is set. Around here, it's set really, really high because yes. you know, it, when you're dealing with absentee ownership on a daily basis, uh, you know it's it's what have you done for me lately, and that is embryo production and ultimately pregrade on the recips and and you know that's that's a that's a big big item that you know some people you know will create a bunch of these high priced embryos and they'll they'll want to put high priced embryos and body condition score two and three cows that are only forty days post calved and, and and there's just so much genetic loss if they try to do that. But back to the service part that we've enjoyed and I know other people across the country have enjoyed is is Rio truly does care about your operation. And whether you're in Kansas or Oklahoma or Canada, as you alluded to, uh, they're going to go in there. You guys are going to come in there and, and try to tailor fit the mineral program for your environment and, and your goals. Right. That, that's it. Um, you've, you've, you've just hit the nail on the head. Uh, we, we strive, I'm not saying we're there, Steve, but we strive to be rancher centric results driven. Okay. So that determines and that dictates our every move, our every decision. Um, as long as we are rancher centric and that means aligning with the people we serve, um, as, as long as we're doing that, we're going to be, uh, staying in tune and, and there for the long haul. And there's a lot of people peddling feed. I get that. A lot of good people in, in our industry, a lot of good brands. And I'm not here to knock any, any brand. I don't believe in doing that. But I will say that what, what absolutely drives us as a company to strive for every day is staying rancher centric. So I, I just wanted to talk real briefly, uh, Steve, on your your reference to a, a chelated mineral, and just just to qualify that statement, Riomax has a 100% rumen bypass trace mineral package. So your copper, zinc, manganese, selenium, 100% rumen bypass, 100% protected. However, just the technicality, it is not 100% chelated because we use a blend of chelates and crystal minerals to give us a, a greater synergy. But the net result, Steve, and this is what matters, is we're given that mineral package, that trace mineral package, the highest scientific chance of getting into the blood. And that is what is so widely overlooked in our industry is guys are just feeding a mineral just to check the box. And I, I like to take people one step back, just like you're doing, and saying, what is our genetic loss? 
what what is the what is the the risk of feeding a subpar mineral? What is it going to look like in terms of my um, unrealized genetic potential? Um, and so that's why we're great advocates of simply giving that trace mineral the highest scientific chance of getting to where it needs to go to impact all of these factors, and that is into the blood. So that's that's kind of the, sim- the simple answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys are the scientists. You guys are the, the the doctors kind of behind this. And as and as producers out here, we have to trust you guys that you're doing everything you you can from a science standpoint to make these products as good as they can be made to to give each and every one of our programs the highest production chance. And yes. you know. That, that's the thing that I've appreciated about about you guys over the years is is you guys really truly do care about each and every cow that we deal with and each and every client that we deal with to maximize the production. And I know that, that you've had that kind of response with your client base wherever they're at in the country because I talk to lots and lots of people on a daily, weekly basis. And I know you've touched a lot of a lot of really good operations. Right. And and when you talk about the science you, you can't dispute the science of it. Um, and that's what we've seen exactly. We've seen the same thread running right through anywhere in North America that we've worked, you know, Canada, U.S., um, is impacting fertility, impacting the reproductive performance of uh, females and bulls. Now, uh, Steve, that leads me to my next question. Um, would you be free to share with us what you've seen, you know, specifically on like uh, embryos per flush, and and obviously, you know, if you if you and this can be cut out, Steve, if you're not happy with sharing this. <laughs> this can be snipped. But, Steve, I was wondering if you would be free to share with us, like, your performance levels at the Oneida Transova station um, and how that would compare to, say, an industry average. You know, it, it, it's so cow-by-cow cow basis around here, based yep. around here. Because, you know, we're dealing with, with uh, yearling heifers, and we're doing virgin IVF on yearling heifers all the way up to 15, 16-year-old cows, you know. And so what is a good uh, average, if you will, on embryo production? A lot of that depends on genetics, the age of the cow, uh, what, what trauma has she had in her life, you know, with a calving difficulty or whatever. But yes. but I can tell you with us being tested around here every two weeks and we look we manage these cows on an individual basis. It's not what's best for this group or this pasture of cows. It's what's best for the individual. So I, I can tell you that that we've enjoyed a, a lot of really good success in the last twelve and a half years with the Transova clients and 
part of that is the technology that we use uh, to try to maximize the production. And that's just another little thing that we do. But it all starts at the oocyte level, like I said, whether you're making conventional embryos or IVF embryos, it all starts yeah. at the oocyte level. And, and you have to have a balanced mineral program if you're going to get good oocytes. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I, I think that's great. This has been a great discussion, uh, Steve. I really appreciate you joining us and sharing uh, your experiences. And what I love is it's so driven. What you're doing is so focused and driven on on impacting the things that matter. And the way that you you keep saying you're tested every two weeks, you know, if you if you think of uh, this in terms of a let's say just a, a commercial cow herd, and they're looking at, you know, how does how does Rio Max impact their fertility and and their breed up rates? Well, that's a an annual thing, right? They got to wait till preg checking, and uh, and and so that's. And absolutely, we impact that, and we we can be tested. But that's an annual test. What you're talking about is a, every 14 days, and you're testing to look at the you know how this is impacting the work you do. So I think that's great to hear that. Um, with that, we will we will wrap up. I appreciate you joining this podcast, and I appreciate uh, everybody listening. I think it's uh, great to step into the boots of Steve Yackley at uh, Oneida, South Dakota. And uh, thank you all for listening. Thanks for joining us, Steve. Uh, glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I found that very informative. Hopefully you all found some value in it as well. If you did, we'd encourage you to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And that's all for today. I look forward to next time and you guys have a good one.